Yeah, so hopefully this week will be a lot better. Uh, it, it will, it will. You know, mental health awareness week or month or month week week. Well, day, I see, I see here. <laughs> I see both. You know what? There's too many tags these days, so it's hard to keep up with both. Right? Uh, so, hey guys, welcome back to an all new episode of Comics Unchained. I'm your host, Sergio Sanchez, and joining me as always is my co-host, MJ. Well, I was not abducted by aliens, folks, so here I am. Not yet. I'm working on it. I would actively be working on that <laughs> if I could, I mean, if it was possible, but... They take who they want. Yes, after our last episode, we had some like strange, good weirdness. It was fun. I actually liked that episode a lot, um, the way yeah. it turned out. But yeah, man. Uh, <clears throat> so we are back at it with the uh, awareness this month. But uh, how was your week? It was pretty good, man. And uh, I actually want to say to the folks out there, if y'all were wondering why we didn't record the past week, we actually took the weekend off for Mother's Day because. Oh, yeah, oh, that's yeah. what I did. Yeah, we're married, so. <laughs> no, I was at Ren Fair. Huh? I went to Renaissance Fair. Oh, oh, dude, you went? <laughs> yeah. Oh, we go every year. I forgot. I need to start keeping a fucking calendar of this stuff. <laughs> I keep forgetting all the cool shit that happens. Yeah, no, we went out there. We had some fun. Uh, yeah, so that was what I did over the weekend. So that's why I didn't record, and that's why I didn't hit up MJ. <laughs> <laughs> Because I was doing my own yeah. thing. And uh, re- re- the, the week was cool, man. You know me, just trying to get a hang of our social media, you know, get out there, put out some flyers. So, Yeah, you're kicking ass doing that. I I'm I am way behind. I really need to step my shit up. I'm, <laughs> I'm just trying, man. I figure going there, friendly smile, or what counts for me is a friendly smile, and just talk to people about, hey, come check us out. We'll give you a shout out. Which, by the way, I got to do that later, so I'll tag that at the end. But anyway. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, yeah. This is, I'm just ready for the work week to be over. We, uh, Aren't we I all? I am ready for my weekend, man. I just want to enjoy, relax, hang out. Yeah. Hey, Read not... some comic books. <laughs> like I didn't do this week because Serge messed up again. But uh, uh, this week, let, let's talk before we get into my thing because I screwed up. And, uh, I mean, technically it's a comic book. <laughs> I did that thing again. <laughs> I'm trying to realize that whenever you skip out on comic books, you jump to anime and or manga as a filler. So I do. Kudos. I, I do have uh, a killer anime I just finished. Um, Is that the one you posted on Facebook the other day? Yeah. Oh, okay. I'm sure a lot of people have already watched it, so I'm going to be talking a little bit about that because I'm just so hyped and I have a platform to talk about it on. Why the fuck wouldn't I do it? Yeah. <laughs> it's going to be great. Uh, yeah, so... Oh. Starting off this week, and oh. uh, this is kind of Mark's deal, so I'm going to let him kind of take the reins here. Okay, so continuing with what we're doing for Mental Health Awareness Month, I decided to go ahead and take Sergio's advice and focus on comics that have to do with... You couldn't see me, but I was giving like a thumbs yeah. up over here. Oh, thanks. <laughs> Uh, continuing with that, I decided to look up two comics that heavily had to do with substance abuse. Yeah. Um, the two comics I'm referring the to. good, good substance abuse. The good abuse. ones, right? The good, good, the good stuff. Yeah. Well, one of them's the really good comics. <laughs> <laughs> okay, if we're, if we're trying to lure people away from addiction and all that, we're not doing a good job so far. Well, I mean, <laughs> but different um, strokes for yeah. different folks. <laughs> Word up. So uh, the two comics I read dealing with two different forms of substance abuse was the first comic 
was Snowbirds Don't Fly, which is a Green Arrow comic. Infamous. Huh? Infamous comic. That yeah. thing is, is yeah. It, it took a very dark and dramatic turn for the character <laughs> that is Speedy, because just a little summary. In this comic, Green Arrow's sidekick, Speedy, gets addicted to heroin, and he just goes on a hell of a binge, withdraw, and Green Arrow just... He doesn't take it well, folks. And, you know, if you dealt with anybody that abused drugs in the past or struggling to recover from it, you, I feel like you could relate to this comic. Mm. And the other comic that I read had to do with alcoholism and alcohol abuse, which was the infamous Iron Man comic, Demon in a Bottle. And that one's classic. Classic and holy shit. The description of alcoholism in that. For old school, like this style of art and everything, it really, really focused deep on, holy shit, he is struggling to get off this stuff. Right. So let's jump into Snowbirds Don't Fly. Um, <laughs> fuck, I say um a lot. <laughs> so when this comic came out, I think in the, God, I want to, it was like in the 1970s. Um, it was... It was it was different. I think it pushed the envelope for a lot of things because like you you still had the like comic creators code and because they were dealing with it and drugs were huge in the seventies. Sixties seventies, eighties. Like they were I mean, they were everywhere. You could I mean, it wasn't like how it is today. You oh, could go no, and get them where we wanted. Yeah. I mean, I can go on a corner and go get my drugs. Yeah, I mean, I literally, I mean, it's not a drug, but I literally went to the store the other day and got <laughs> CBD gummies, so. Yeah, there are some people that would consider that. I mean, there, I'm there, not one of them. No, there are some people I'm that consider there are some that. some people a, that are like, no, that's the same thing. Uh, it is not the same thing. So. I was eating the devil's lettuce, apparently. I don't know why, <laughs> but, yeah, whatever, yeah, so... <laughs> Sorry, I'll pause for dramatic effect, but... Yeah, pause So, uh, D- Dennis O'Neill had an idea to, like, Green Lantern... This is... To, now, to remember that this storyline took place during Green Arrow, Green Lantern. Yeah, the cross Because this was, like, a big comic book back in the day. Uh, a lot of people loved this book. Like, it ran for a very long time, and it's got some great issues in there. Yeah. Including... One of my friends' favorite, where it's Batman pretty much buys Green Arrow's car because all he loses, like all his money. Yeah. And there's an issue where Batman buys the car and then sells it back. Like he, like Green Arrow's at an auction trying to win it. Yeah, can't win it. Somebody keeps outbidding him, but it's a hidden buyer, and he can't figure out who it was. So eventually, he's like, oh, "I'm going to lose the Arrowmobile for whatever the hell he called it. I'm going to lose it forever." To, but did he? Did he get to keep the arrow cave? No. <laughs> and uh, such a horrible. And man. so at the end of it, it turns out it was Bruce Bruce doing it as Batman, and then Batman's like, "Next time, keep better track of your shit." <laughs> <laughs> so um, it was really funny. But this book ran for a long time, and it was getting ready to go under. So Dennis O'Neill had like a great idea. He's like, "I want to tackle a subject that is is gonna um, push the envelope," and so. They started doing dealing with uh, like oh, what would happen if like your superheroes got addicted to drugs? 
uh, Marvel was also going down the same path at the same time because like there uh, there are a lot of like these awareness issues yeah. in a lot of comic books and some people just need to pick up on them not as like censored as they are today to yeah. where it's now it's pretty much blatantly open or now we're dealing like today we're dealing with like uh, transphobia and stuff like that inside our comic books which fucking sucks but whatever because it's gonna happen and it is where it is but. I mean, it's just unfortunately, things that affect the real world can't stay out of things that we love to just read, and it's just it's it's everywhere. So we have to deal with it. I mean, I get it. In some cases, I feel like there's a way to do this stuff <laughs> right to where it fits in with the story. But then there's a lot of cases, especially in the TV shows, that certain topics like either this or you know anything that went on with like. I'm I'm just gonna go ahead and say like race issues and all that stuff. There's there's a good way to correctly submit it into this type of culture, but a lot of this is it feels forced and in your face, so it doesn't come off as creative as it should be. You know what I mean? Like uh, mm -hmm. it's like sorry, I didn't mean to. No, you're good. It, it's hard to explain, but it's like if you add it to where it's like a metaphorical case in this type of story but you don't notice it till like oh holy shit this symbolizes this and right you know what i mean so yeah so in the 1970 in the 1970s it wasn't even this wasn't even like the first book to do it because this is around the same time like dc and marvel are always competing they're always going against each other they're going to see who they can do so Again, they were just I never noticed yeah right <laughs> Uh, so, so there were things that were going on. So in, they were already doing things like this in like Amazing Spider-Man. Uh, you know, with Harry Osborn having his drug addiction and like a lot of people were like, okay, so how do we do this without like, you know, going against the comic code, the comic code, yeah. uh, which I, you know, the comic code was is response. <laughs> so side note, sidebar, <laughs> I fucking hate the comic code and I love it at the same time because the comic code is why some of these books nowadays, not anything now. I just want to make that very fucking clear. Not anything now that you own, but because of the comic code authority is a reason why a lot of these books are worth the money they're worth now. Because if it wasn't for them, a lot of these freaking books wouldn't have got thrown out yeah. that's what ended up happening is the comic book code kind of ruined comics for a little while yeah. but then a lot of those books are worth a lot of money because you know if you can find them they have like these weird stories in there that they had to just like oh well you know he can't wear red or he can't be you know this hero can't be black this hero can't be white this hero can't be um <laughs> just dumb shit because they would just come up oh that looks too much like a real gun so it has to look more like a laser blaster uh you can't use the word pow you have to change it so pizow or some sh like it was fucking stupid like if you ever look at like and <laughs> just look at the like comic code stuff it was just very dumb but when this comic dropped i think a lot of people were taken back by it and then its predecessors would go and the thing is is the artwork for Snowbirds had a bit different than what we saw normally because, like, heroin was a big-time drug, and it was a big-time problem. It wasn't just, you know, it wasn't just weed or it wasn't just alcohol. It was, it was like, really, like, this was this is one of the harder, hardcore drugs you could do. It could really mess up your life. And so DC wanted to show that. And so it was really interesting how they went about doing this. Um, 
per se, I've never like finished the entire story. Yeah. I got about halfway through, and I was going to tell you this. We were talking about this earlier, right? I like I can only read so many sometimes yeah. of the old school books because there's so much reading. Yeah, and it, it just is. takes so much time to where now I'm just like decultured to where I'm not reading paragraphs anymore. They're speaking either with their emotions in the drawing, which hands down to the pencilers. Not that I don't love the stuff in the 80s and the 90s. Some of the artwork in the 80s and 90s, like old school Jim Lee, fuck, can't touch it. But, yeah, I just sometimes I just can't sit and read through something like that. And I know what you mean because it was made for a different audience around that time period. Like, we're mm-hmm. used to the more revamped issues where the artwork is more, I want to say serious because, you know... They're not afraid to show, like, blood or violence or any of that stuff instead of the old school wham, pow, all that stuff. But I I pulled through. I finished I finished the entire story. I got the idea of what they were trying to do. I liked it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not going to lie. I did like Demon in a Bottle better. Oh, but, yeah. But this was still, this was still a good read. And uh, <clears throat> I did know some people who dealt with drug issues and recovery and it kind of spoke to me because i was like okay this is pretty much right on the dot it it makes sense i mean i've been down that path not not anything in this thing but like you know when i i can see demon in a bottle because i've went down that road i could see um you know some other things that i can't say i was proud of that i did yeah uh in my like you know, when I was a kid in my teens, in my in my early twenties, uh, I kind of wised up to that as I grew up a little older. So I can see how hard it is, but I can also see like where some people can't come back from that. And if you don't have that support, it's really hard to do it. And you brought up a point about Green Arrow kind of just abandoning Speedy, Speedy to his speed. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, here I'll give you a. <laughs> and I shouldn't laugh about that, but it's yeah. too funny. Like he's he's uh, he's on smack. I'm gonna I'm gonna get smacked up. <laughs> he's like, "We're speedy. Where do you think?" And he's over in a porta potty, like, oh. <laughs> getting all fucking. Oh my god. He's like, "Why are you all strung out?" Yeah, I need my fix, man. <laughs> yeah, it was uh okay. So we can talk give about that. Me. Let me just go ahead and give a quick summary about this. So. uh Green Arrow tries to stop these muggers from, you know, like robbing him and all that. But he gets shot with an arrow because they had a crossbow, which seems like the (laughs) randomest fucking weapon a mugger would have. Oh, hell yeah, dude. I mug people all the time with my fucking, you know, sawed off crossbow. Fuck yeah. yeah. I missed you, but give me five minutes. I can load this. Yeah, I reload. Like, like, (laughs) dude, I mean, talk about like, I'm not necessarily going in to rob a bank with a crossbow. But if I do it, you better damn well. Like, I think if I'm going to load the arrow, I'm going to use. It. <laughs> just for record we never think about robbing people don't take it seriously i mean i think about it all the time but i just, just want the dark you know i don't act on my on my invoices i i shove that shit way deep down inside there and then do it on gta or some shit <laughs> we're, we're doing good for mental health awareness anyway. oh yeah i'm great okay so when he gets hit with the Adapt arrow to overcome nice <laughs> when he gets hit with the arrow green arrow finds out that it's one of his arrows so oh, yeah so Long story short, him and Green Lantern, they team up to try to find where the muggers are getting the arrows from. And then when they bust their hideout, they notice that Speedy was there, Roy Harper. And Green Arrow didn't think anything about it because he thought that he was just undercover to, mm-hmm. to bust them and the whole drug addict thing. But 
it turns out Speedy himself was actually getting hooked on heroin. So when Green Arrow found out, just like Surge said, he got pissed off. He was not okay. He was dramatic, but in the wrong way. He literally <laughs> punched Roy and kicked him to the curb. And while Roy was trying to get off this stuff and going through withdrawal and just trying to get himself back together, it was actually Black Canary that helped him nurse himself back to health and get back on his feet. And at the end of the comic, I thought it was sweet fucking justice because Roy pretty much tells off Green Arrow, like, when I needed you, you threw me aside. He punched him in the face, which I was like, okay, he kind of had that coming. Mm Mm-hmm. And then he went off and decided to do things on his own terms. And then Green Arrow looked at him after he got punched with pride in his face and said, he was thinking to himself, I'm proud of you. You found your way. I was like, no, you're not proud. You're just (laughs) proven wrong, but okay. And that was pretty much the story. That that part didn't agree with me because I was like, usually when it's somebody you care about that gets hooked on drugs, your first intention is not to hit them. I would think it would be to help them. I feel like that message didn't get proven right, but then I was also thinking some people have different reactions. Right. And again, this is, you know, the 70s. They don't really know. They weren't really, like, focused on how to write that. Like, I mean, this is still back in the days, like, 70s, 80s. Again, like I said it before, (laughs) if you were – we didn't have these things. We didn't have mental health awareness back then. Like, we did, but it wasn't on the scale of where – you know, there wasn't social media to post about it, to give a shit, like yeah. to make a million people give a fuck. Not everything had a fucking national holiday either. Yeah. And these uh, are different times. Yeah. And especially like I'm speaking on our behalf, but especially in Hispanic <laughs> culture, like a lot of Hispanic culture really don't believe in that stuff. Like, yeah, you're, you're not wrong. Um, uh, like my family had a hard time coming to, to terms that some people needed to go to therapy. It was... Yeah, I mean, back in those days, I don't think uh, I, I don't think a lot of people looked at it that way. I didn't. I mean, I fucking no. just kind of like deal with my own fucking problems. Uh, I'll get to that when we talk a little bit about Demon in a Bottle. But wrapping this one up, I th- there's a few things I, I, I think that stood out in this book. One is the ability to tackle such a mainstream drug. Like it's one th- uh, mainstream drug. It's one thing to tackle pill popping and stuff like that because you can you know they can make up a word for the pill and then no one can ever find it but you can't hide what speedy was doing in this they made it very clear on what it was uh so it deserves the recognition as being like to me i see it as like if you're looking at a substance abuse it's this one it's demon in a bottle and there's a few others that hold candle to this yeah actually going back to one of our previous episodes (laughs) uh what was it um Oh, the, Dare, the Daredevil comic I covered. I oh, Born Again, huh? Born Again. Yes, God, I am so tired. But yeah, and <laughs> Born Again, it also reflects on drugs because Karen Page <clears throat> was very. What was she hooked on? Was it heroin or? Uh, I believe so. Yes. Okay, but that that goes big thing. into not just depression but mm-hmm. also substance abuse. Because right. Karen's so, hooked. Yeah. So talking about this though, and. I don't want to spend too much more time on this because it's already been like 20 minutes on this. This is one topic, and we're going to go really quick through Demon in a Bottle as well. But it deserved the award it got. I think it was to raise raise the awareness, and it shows Speedy. But but goddamn, if it doesn't go and show why you shouldn't watch the show Young Justice, is because that show actually had the balls to cover this as well. 
Like, they took the character Speedy after he split. Like, there's a whole episode that you have to watch of what happens to Speedy. When he comes back, he loses his own. But there's a whole bunch of things that happen. You find out the clone of Roy Harper was actually not the real Roy Harper, yeah. who then changes his name to Arsenal because the real Roy Harper comes back, so he changes his name to Arsenal. And then Speedy, Roy Harper, has to, like, go into seclusion, but he ends up having a kid with Cheshire. Um and they go nuts on the storyline. Yeah. But it yeah, they get to the point they were like, Are you using again, Roy? And like they fucking alluded to this and I think it just like it, it for me and a couple of my friends, it broke us. Like we were like, yeah. Holy shit, did they just did they like we me, my buddy George, Chris, we kinda all just kinda looked at each other, did they just fucking do that? Like, did they do that? Yeah, because and they hinted like, Holy in it. Shit. They hinted at it in yeah. season two when he was yeah when the Red Arrow was a nervous wreck. Right? Yeah, yeah. And they were just like, "Are you using again?" And then he's like, "No." And then you realize because he's like he saves somebody, but then he also like takes money from them. Yeah, he doesn't give like all the money back that the person was stealing, which was a it. call back to the comic because later on he relapses yeah. and so, he actually kills. God mothers. damn it! I'm telling you guys, if you don't fucking enjoy Young Justice, yeah. that show is just. HBO is not getting rid of it. It was a fucking head of its time. And it was so sad that, like, that show deserves better. We should have made that show better. Um, But goddamn, because, like, that that show was amazing. We're getting season five, right? Because I want to see how I am not sure, but, oh, my God, like. I'm just telling you, go check out, like, the first couple, like, like you want to talk about Young Justice, like, yeah, I don't know if you know, but the real reason that was originally canceled, do you want to know why that was originally canceled? Because they want to move to more mature audience? Or? Negative, Ghost Rider. The real reason it was fucking canceled was because all our toy sales aren't doing well. So they canceled the whole fucking show. Kind of like how they, is that how they got rid of the original Teen Titans cartoon? Um, mo- most, uh, most, most shows back in the day, if you weren't doing something that was marketing the... Toys. movement or your dvd cells or whatever they were canceling you and that was why so that's why young justice got canceled yeah that's a, i don't know if that blows your mind or not but nah. it's pretty fucking stupid is that how we got that monstrosity teen titans go teen titans go is because they geared more towards kids yeah. and a lot of times too it actually comes from spiteful people not wanting to lose the fucking um come on help me out here the licensing ah okay because like with marvel like with okay so like for a long time with spider-man God, we're getting sidetracked. No, we always do, but still. <laughs> so a long time with Spider-Man, I don't know if you know, but if they don't make a movie, like, it's it's got to be, like, a really long time. But it was, like, uh, if they don't make a movie with it in a certain amount of time, yeah. then the license reverts back to whoever originally owned the license, like, uh, the creator. Yeah. And so they have to produce a movie every, like, 12 to 15 years at least. So that's why, like, you got the Spider-Man. And then all of a sudden it's like, oh, Spider-Man's about to get up in limbo. Amazing Spider-Man. And then it's like, oh, shit, Spider-Man's about to be up again. We need to figure something out because Amazing Spider-Man's too bomb. Spider-Man uh, homecoming. homecoming. So it's like, shit. So like that's why Sony's trying so hard to push all these projects with characters. And, and that that, no- well, now it's not like that because now they're just kind of like, oh, studios are starting to realize, like, maybe it was a good idea to let other studios, like, borrow a character. Because, like, we're still getting a percentage of the profit. But, yes, originally that's how it happened. Like, um, and this applies to, like, a lot of things. The Universal Monsters, New Line Cinema, like, with Jason, um, Freddy Krueger, stuff like that. That's all in that same concept. Yeah. Like, they revert back, like, if you don't do shit with it. Because this is like, oh, well, you're just holding it to hold it. And so, eventually, they have to do stuff like that. So, it's just very interesting 
but but I digress. Let, let's uh, go ahead and take a one eighty <laughs> way off. So topic. like back, but yes, if you guys ever get a chance, do read it. It's a great book. I mean, it won awards for a fucking reason, and it just helps you know show that like again, like we said last week or a couple weeks ago, you know, even heroes can fuck up. So. Yeah. They're not invulnerable. Moving on, let's go really quick. Okay, we'll we'll do a quick summary of this. All right, so the other comic, as I brought up earlier, that I read was Demon in a Bottle. And you don't really need to sum it up because, I mean, like, these are, like, it's great. And and, and a cool, quick synapse is fine, but, like, dude, a lot of these people should be reading these fucking books. Like, like, there's, like, there's certain stories out there that you should just, just automatically should read. should automatically read. It's like with me and anime, like, and I'll get to that in a little bit, but... Anyway. Go ahead. Yeah. But like, <laughs> <laughs> okay, so, yeah, when I was reading this, so it dives into, it's pretty much Tony Stark's decline and controlling not only the business of Stark Industries. Yeah. Yeah, sorry. Like I said, tired, trying to get my brain back. <laughs> um but also, he's ba- he's trying to balance owning his business and being a hero and, you know, the stress of getting to him to the point where he basically just numbs himself with alcohol, and which is easily Jack Daniels whiskey. <laughs> like, the bottle is just painted there Yeah, I think, I think the entire... Uh... The whole thing was literally whiskey. <laughs> but it was, it was getting to the point where he was getting so drunk and he couldn't really control how he would how he was doing his superhero job he was actually you know in some cases destroying property and endangering lives and he was thinking you know if i got to give up the stark persona i can just focus fully on the iron man persona but when he starts missing that up because he's intoxicated he's even thinking okay i can't do this either because i have no control of myself and the whole point of all this was he was making big mistakes to the point where he unintentionally killed somebody with uh, one of the blasters that he has. But uh, he, he's spiraling out of control to the point where he's literally shaking and sweating. Like you can like this. Is what I loved about the artwork was that you can see the sweat on his face. We're an old school kind of comic like this and that type of art style you can see the panic the sweating the the inner struggle he's going through to get control of himself and not drown his sorrows in whiskey and it's because of what made what brought him back to the superhero life and to who he really was was actually jarvis and beth cabe right okay right i, I keep forgetting yeah yeah name. yeah anyway they Beth Cabe was sharing a story about her ex-husband that he was a good businessman. He was making money, but he got addicted to pills Mm -hmm. to the point where he couldn't function without them. He couldn't wake up without them. He couldn't go to sleep without them. And to the point where when she left and he, well, he had a car accident because he was on drugs. And she didn't want Tony to spiral the same way as as he did so she helps him get better and they sum up because let's face it it's not going to happen in a day that you get sober but it summed up pretty much a almost maybe a month or so on her helping him fight this inner demon like he it shows him going through withdrawals going into a rage taking the bottle away from him up until the very end of the comic where he's about to fall off 
fall off the wagon. That's the term. Mm-hmm. Okay, I was never. Good yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you're right. You're yeah. you're good. Doing great. But um, he was about to fall off the wagon. He literally had the bottle in his hand, and Beth and Jarvis was telling him, like, "Look, you made such good progress. You can let this go. But if you're gonna take that drink, you're either gonna choose that drink over us, who's trying to bring you back." And right there, that that's where the whole sweating, the artwork, and all that it shows me, and I feel that. Because when my anxiety hits, I feel like those are the thoughts racing in my head. Like, mm. I'm, I'm fucking up. I I need to numb myself. I can't handle this. And I get that. And I just... It was beautifully portrayed because I've actually talked to somebody close to me. Shout out to that person. You know who you are. On what it was like to deal with addiction. And they described it as... It, it basically literally a demon in a bottle it's something that eats away at you and takes over you to the point where you no longer have control of who you are you do things that you would never normally do and you become the total opposite of who you're meant to be and that person like when they described their addiction to me i was like oh my god this is heartbreaking yeah and And, it can be i mean it just it just all kind of depends and not to cut you off there but uh uh, yeah, I, go ahead. And uh, just to end it, um, Tony made the right choice. He chose them over the bottle. It, it, it was done. Like I had a, I had a breath of relief when I finished the comics. Like, oh shit, yeah. he almost picked up that bottle. Yeah, I, it's it's pretty. It's a pretty good book. I read this a long time ago, and I've played with it and they've they've touched on it like even in the movies there was a few like of the scenes but they never dove into it they got into the more of the depressed tony stark and i think they subbed it out in iron man 3 with him not being not the alcoholism but the more of the anxiety yeah showing because you know he almost had his brush with death because they were still trying to make it family so like yeah so they didn't do the demon in the bottle storyline which i think is like would have been really great but again um this is something that like you know alcoholism is everywhere and it's it's hard to stop um there are a lot of people every day of their life that think like they that the getting drunk is going to help them fucking numb away the pain and it might but that pain always comes back and it comes back tenfold trust me take it from me and you never know who you're hurting until it's done yeah. um so i you just got to take that with with the like you know just be careful because it's just it, it can ruin um, a lot of people and a lot of the way people see you because yeah. it did for me for a long time before I finally like woke up and I was like, you know what? Yeah, you're right. I am drinking a lot. I need to stop. Uh, I've still uh, physically never recovered from it because like all the drinking I did in my late twenties and my, or my early twenties and my late twenties kind of messed with like my weight gain, and it's been just so hard to get that off now because you know it just it maintained and it didn't stop and it didn't go yeah. away. Um, and it's so- hard to shed that weight you put on when you drink a lot yeah so like i mean and i when i say i was drinking a lot i mean i would drink from you know five o'clock in the afternoon until three four in the morning and then go do my job you know go sleep for like two hours wake up at like midnight go to my friend's house and polish off an 18 pack between me and him i could never do that (laughs) do it again the next couple of eight nights you know in a fucking row and you know however we found eight nights and you know, a seven day work week is we found it because that's what we were doing. 
I had a lot of fun with my friends too, but I mean, I had some, a lot of times where I blacked out drunk and I couldn't remember what I did or it didn't feel great. Nowadays, being a, being a dad, being a parent, being older, I can't drink that much without like serious repercussions to where like, I don't feel great or like now I do drink and I drink in moderation to where it's like, I have shit I have to do tomorrow. So I can't, you know, go and get like completely where I'm going to be incapacitated for the rest of the night. So I don't do that anymore. But if you guys are looking to read this book, I I do suggest like, this is like in the comic trove of collection. So, you know, most people are out there looking for one, 120 through one, 28 those are the books that it took place in and so those would be the ones that you want to uh to pick up if you want to read these like in paperback if not you can just always go and read it you know online or buy the graphic novel which is not that long it's only eight issues yeah but eight issues is a lot back then because like i said before when we're talking about snowbirds like yeah because (laughs) they they put they crammed a lot in them word bubbles back then so but yeah, to this day, I think Demon in a Bottle is probably one of the most uh, known Iron Man books that's out there. You can tell they reference it a lot, especially a lot. in Iron Man 2 when he a got lot. drunk during the party scene. Was that was Yeah, it was that one. It, it felt like that one. Yeah, it was that one. But um, before we jump into Serge's <laughs> manga of the year, uh, <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and just drop this message to say it's okay to ask for help. If you or someone you know is struggling with addiction, call 1-800-662-HELP or visit samsha.gov for free information and support. And it does sound like a plug, but there are people who need to find the help that they seek, and we just want to drop whatever we can to help anybody. Yeah. So, so on. on (laughs) This has been your public service announcement. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, come on. That doesn't get a laugh for that. Joke. I mean, it's, it's, it's okay. It's just a bit, it got a bit, like, serious there. It's kind of like, even I was taken back. I'm like, <clears throat> yeah, got serious. Okay, yeah. but now I'm going to get a little fucking goofy. Because now right. we got, you know, we got our, we got, like, two more of these to do this month, I think. Yeah, we have two more issues, and then the month will be over. Could we only do, like, a weekly podcast? Yeah. Um, so... <laughs> so <laughs> We, we normally next week I'm gonna have some like a lot of comics to read. A lot of my stuff hit the shelves this week that yeah. like I was waiting for. So like I'm like I'm ready to get caught up. Next week I'm gonna be talking about Ghost Rider. I'm gonna be talking about Spider Man. I'm gonna be talking about uh, Predators. I'm gonna be talking about all sorts of things because I'm like I got a lot of books to read this week. I'm going to be busy this weekend. Oh, yeah. It's, it's going to be a busy weekend. So there's going to be a lot of stuff I'm reading that I'm going to try to get Mark to read, and then we'll talk about those books. But the cool part <clears throat> about, like, when I drop my comics for a while, and this is what, like, has been kind of a consistent thing, yeah. is because Marvel and because DC have been on these, like, weird kind of, like, you know, hiatus things to where they're not putting out issues as common or like there's just a lot of books like i just in general don't think are good so i'm like i'm not gonna waste my money on them you don't think the writer strike has anything to i do don't with i movie? don't think no, the no that, that's mostly it. just television you know, right? fuck the writer strike dude fuck them i mean when's the last time television was good any fucking way 
It was just mostly television people, though, right? Yeah. Like, I don't even fucking care. You know what? Like, a lot of people are like, oh, this happened years ago, and look what it did to the show Heroes. No, that show was already on its fucking way out because they didn't know what they were doing. That happened because they got rid of a certain writer. One writer left that show, and that show fell as shit. That had nothing to fucking do with the writer strike. So ABC needs people who thought think keep thinking, like, here's what happens when a writer strike goes bad, and, like, Heroes, the show, yeah. is the reason to blame. No, you're fucking wrong. You're an idiot. Get over it. That's not what happened. All right? But, I'm on the opposite side of that <laughs> coin, but okay. You think that's what happened? Oh, no, just, I ain't gonna lie, man. I just hope the strike ends soon because I heard that Stranger Things season five got put on hiatus. Don't care. I fucking love that show, man. Don't care. This is the problem with, like, the thing. Like, this is, like, don't get me wrong. Like, I like some of the shows that get written. There are some good shows, but fuck them, dude. Like, th- that's the thing. It's like, <laughs> It's mostly just television. Yeah, it's like, I mean, I don't know when the last time I turned on a syndicated TV show and had a good fucking time. Really? Yeah. I do. I Everything I watch is streamed, and it's done seasons ahead, or it only gets one season any fucking way, and I'm done with it. So what do I care? Wait, so are these like the small, like, what shows are really being affected? I don't know. I haven't been following it, honestly, because I just don't want to. I just don't care. I'm like, here's what's going to happen. They're going to get other people that's going to write it. I'm like, I think if the people want to go on strike... Let them. They're going to get other people who are hungry to do that. And they're going to come in, and they might be better. They might see a future in something that was gone. So I, I, I don't know. I don't like people. I, you know, I've never striked. I go to my job, and I hate my, I've hated my job for a long time. I hated my job. And I went to work every day because it's not about me. And I feel like if I ever got the opportunity, if I was an artist, if I was a writer, if I was an actor, I would go and do my job to do my job because it makes people fucking have fun and be and feel happy. Not be selfish because something is going on that nobody else understands. I just don't get it. I guess maybe I'm not, I'm on that one side of the spectrum of the coin that like maybe yeah. I need to read up on the research and see what the hell's going on. But when the last time this happened, it didn't affect me and it's not affecting me now. Like if a show doesn't come on, I mean, to be honest, you know what I'm watching right now? What? You know what I'm watching? Like, I'm watching a lot of stuff right now. That ghost show? <laughs> no, I'm not watching that. It was pretty cheap. Okay. So, I'm watching a lot of I watch a lot of stuff on streaming. But you know what I always do? What's up? And you can ask my wife this. You can ask my roommate this. I go back and I watch shows that I already watched years ago. So, anything that's new, I could give the fuck less. I think everybody does that. Like, yeah. I'm watching the big I'm rewatching series. Burn Notice right now. Oh, dude, I haven't heard that forever. Dude, that show is so fucking great. It's so awesome. Yeah. And speaking of shows that I just finished, I just finished an anime that I believe is fucking one of the best anime I have seen in a very long time. Go ahead. Summertime Rendering. That's the one you were posting the other Dude, day. Dude, that is... Like, if you guys have not seen Summertime Rendering, I highly recommend this show. It was so good. It's 25 episodes. And I'm going to tell you, dude, I was hooked from episode one all the way through episode, there were there were all there were a few times where I'm like, oh my god, dude, because like it's one of those shows where like, oh my god, a character is down and out, and you don't know how they're gonna get out of this, and then they do, only to get fucked over again, and then they get out of that situation, then they get fucked over again, <laughs> and it just keeps, keeps rinsing, repeating, and you're just kind of like, fuck, when's it gonna end? So I really just enjoyed it, and then when it ended, I was actually sad. It sounds like a nonstop anxiety ride. It is. Uh, okay, good. It I, is. You know, because I it need is. that. Yeah, so, like, <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't recommend it to somebody that like that. But it, it's good because, like, when the heroes finally win, you know, when they do win. Yeah. 
and then it's taken away. But when they do, it's great. <laughs> and the show just feels great. And I loved it. And the fact that it's like not in the normal trope of anime, like this is not a shonen series. It's not a um it's not something everyone was talking about. It uh it wasn't like this massively you know crunchy roll promoted it wasn't anime. mainstream. Yeah, it wasn't mainstream and I and and I got a chance to watch I was just so excited, so happy about it. So it was so good. So I just highly recommend that. I mean, I do recommend you watching like the first couple of episodes. Tell me yeah. what you think. Just if you get I'll, shot, I'll check but, it out. I mean, I know you're a manga watcher because you're a huge One Piece guy. So yeah. I know you love Japanese manga. And yeah, animals, and so. uh, sorry, there's one benefit I'm just thinking about when it comes to the whole Rider Strike thing. This could also give the chance to people who do their own solo type of stuff to shine their light right. a little bit. You know? I, yeah, that's what I'm saying. I was like, G- when you don't want to write, it's like, oh well. Like, the show is stagnant anyway. Maybe we can go in a different direction. And then yeah. they, like, hire on. And it's not always a good thing. Like I said, Heroes is a prime example of it's not always a good thing. I heard that like, bombed at the it, end. It did because, like, the writers just kind of didn't know where they were going. And this just shows that, like, Jeff Lowe was the one carrying the fucking show. And he shouldn't have been. But he was. And that that's just shows what happens. So, like, mm-hmm. it's exactly what I was just saying. Like, it does give you an opportunity for other people to do it. Okay. And but anyway, so, up our soapbox. Uh, so, uh, for the last five minutes, I just want to drop a quick shout out to ahead, one man. of the books I read this week. And I finally got to finish it, which is why I didn't read any comics this week, which was Kaiju number eight. I don't blame you, man. I love this series. It was great. This fucking series, dude. I picked this up on a whim and I started just reading it. And that's then I'm exactly like, how, how are they? Like, I was like, how are they going to do this? Like, how are, like, I've seen it done before. It's not, not impossible. Um, if Godzilla Final Wars can do it, <laughs> anything can do it, right? Yeah. Um, you know, sh- small people in suits fighting giant kaiju. And then it just took a twist that I didn't see fucking coming. And can we see that those battle suits are pretty fucking Dude, badass? The battle suit, like, I can't wait for this to be animated, which we do finally have a release date, which yeah. is going to be next year, you know, unfortunately. But... I'm just saying, I can't wait to see Mina Ashiro in her outfit. I'm Ironically, that. that her name is Mina, which is also my wife's name. <laughs> well, that's why I said her last name, because I didn't want to make it seem weird. But I was like, I can't wait to see Mina in her outfit. And you're like, wait, what? <laughs> As you can tell, we get kinky on here. Uh, so. <laughs> so, like, I can't wait. Like, just, like, I'm, I'm super excited to see how this is going to turn out in anime form, because I just finished the latest chapter. Yeah. And where it ends off is super good. I love that. Kafka, uh, am I saying it right? Is it Kefka or Kafka? The girl H- with Hibino. He- no, Hibino. The main character. Oh, Kai- Hibino? Yeah, Hibino. Oh, okay. So I, I like that he's like kind of this doofus who doesn't really know any better because he's like, you know, he's considered the old man of the group. Yeah. But then like he kind of finds him and fumbles his way into finding himself. And then because he is, spoilers, Kaiju number eight. Like, it's really cool how, like, he becomes integrated into the uh, Assault Corps and starts, like, helping them out. And then we get introduced to, like, Kaiju 9, Kaiju 10. We get introduced to all these other Kaiju. And, like, not all of them are, like, building size. So when I say some Kaiju, of them are humanoid some of them size. are, yeah. So it's very interesting to see how they do it. I love the, his, his, his buddy. Which one? Um, oh god, let me look at his name. Uh, let me see. Helps. Uh, yeah. What did you do with the sword? Uh, no, Reno. Oh, okay. uh, Ichikawa. Ichikawa. I love that. Like he has that like protective thing for Hibino because he's like 
Oh yeah, they start off kind of like because like they start off as rivals, but then he saves him, and he's like, "I'm gonna make sure no one ever finds out that you're Kaijin number eight, and I'm gonna fight for you." And so this adapts his mentality. We see Shuyoma, uh, Shino, Shinomiya, Shinomiya, Shinomiya. Okay, no, no I've, I've had practice. But <laughs> you yeah. see what it sounds like in my head trying just, to read just, this book. Just point it out now. <laughs> <laughs> like imagine me sitting there, like I'm reading at night, and I'm like. Fuck it. And I just skip the name sometimes. Sometimes when I'm reading, I just skip the name and I just fucking keep reading the dialogue, right? (laughs) Okay, so check it out. Out of all these characters, I want you to take a guess which one's my favorite. Oh, my fucking God. I have a favorite. Um, Just in these names here that we're looking at on the screen? Well, yeah, because... Oh, my God. So I I definitely think that you're going to like... I think Gin. Huh? I think it's Gin. Nope. No? Soshiro. Hoshina. He's the dude that has the two swords. Oh, I thought, no, that's what I thought it was. Oh, no. That's what I thought yeah. it was. Soshiro, yeah. yeah. But you got the idea right. Yeah, then. okay, yeah, so I would have guessed right. Yeah, I thought, it was, I thought it was Gin. He has the stupidest fucking haircut, but when he puts on his suit, his mask, he pulls out those double blades. I was like, holy shit, it's about to go down. Well, he has, um, what is what is the anime trope for that? It's called fox eyes. He has oh. fox eyes. Okay. Like where their eyes are closed. Oh, like yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I barely found this out like a couple of weeks ago. I'm sure yeah. people out there have already known this, but it's called Fox Eyes. They, I didn't they know. fucking know that. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. Um, I didn't know that. And you know how I found it out? It was in Kaiju number eight because like in between the pages, yeah. the author writes like, I've always been a fan of this art, this eye style. And he says Fox Eyes. And I was like, that's yeah, like what the fuck is that called? I was like, holy shit. I like never when knew When their that. eyes are closed. When their eyes are closed, out. but they still see everything. And, and they only open their eyes wide to... You know, I'm, show expression. We never seen Brock's eyes from Pokemon, mm-hmm. and we never will. <laughs> Story's over. Ashes apparently, is over too. Yeah. Apparently, Snorlax shoots hyper beams out of his eyes, so it makes me wonder if that's what the Brock. fuck. <laughs> <laughs> so I never oh. knew that. But yes. Anyway. So I, I, lo- <laughs> I found this book. I've been in love with it ever since. I've been trying to get like anybody I can to read it. There's a yeah. buddy of mine in France. Uh, my friend Jeremy, he reads it, and he says he's loved every step of the issue. So I think it's just really good. I can't wait to see it adapted in manga. Yeah. And I know you said you've read it. So what you are mean, your thoughts on it? You mean anime, right? Yes, sorry. Okay. <laughs> I was I'm so hyped. <laughs> it's so it's such a fun book. I, it is, man. And I like it because it's like a it's a little bit of a twist on the average hero. Because technically... On average, these guys would be monsters if they were taken over. Because the main character, he gets, what, an alien drilled into him? Uh, he eats... <laughs> he eats spoiler, it, right? he eats one of the kaiju. Oh, wait, that, that's Parasite, I'm thinking Yeah, about. that's Parasite. That's a good Parasite. Story. Parasite was good, too. Yeah. But, um, yeah, and then, you know, he pretty much... he He's not like them. He gets, like, a monster armor. His skin and everything, he turns into a, yeah. a kaiju himself, yeah. but it's more like armor. So... And it, then, like, he has different slots where they, like... Focus blast, like my favorite one is. Doesn't he focus one on his elbows that gives him like this super powered up? Punch? I believe so. Something that like was that. my yeah, favorite that's... fucking move of him, man. Like I was thinking that is different in a beautiful way. <laughs> you don't get that a lot. No, I've only seen something like that in one other manga, and it was Fairy Tale where Natsu focuses fire on his elbow to ignite his punch. Right, and and uh, the the guy from Bleach too can do that, right? Can he? Uh, he. He mostly shoots, uh, you're talking about Chad, right? Yeah. Yeah, he mostly shoots like a punch. (laughs) Which, yeah, it's weird. Like, he's a Latino based character. The name just cracks me up. That's like the whitest guy named to give a Latino character. Uh, (laughs) 
But I know this is this is a book, and people have already been like, yo, I've been reading this since, like, 2020, because, like, since this thing came out, right, in yeah. Shonen and stuff. And, like, if you're in Japan, it's probably come out, and you probably had it dropped before then. And I'm barely getting around to it, but I just yeah, had to throw it out there, because, like, our show is not about what's new every week. Other Because if it was like that, we'd be reviewing... Number ones all the time. That would just get fucking boring. We just find shit that we so find like, interesting. We go through like collections. We go through recommendations. We go through all of that to find what is just fun and read. And then we come on the show and we talk about it. Um, yeah, like, <laughs> so we try to have fun with it. But yeah. I've, I've thoroughly enjoyed Kaiju. How far are you in it? Oh, I'm already caught up. I was oh, you're caught up. You to catch. Oh, goddamn! I was ahead of you, son of a bitch. You're all. It's like it's like me trying to catch up on One Piece, and and I, I put One Piece on hold to finish this because like there are times when I was reading One Piece, I was yeah. reading Kaiju Number Eight, then I switched to One Piece, then I switched, then I got like ah, uh, uh, like you know I can only read so many chapters, yeah. right? So then I'm like, let me go finish, like, and then I'm scrolling through. Um, my app that I was reading Kaiju number eight on because yeah. you know I'm a poor ass homo and I can't afford shit. So I was, I was like, oh, I was I'm the al- same way. I was so. almost done with it. So like I'm like cool. And since none of my local comic shops carry Kaiju number eight because we have a very limited manga selection out here in Omaha, Nebraska. Yeah, just letting true. you guys know. So unless we order something on Amazon, we're probably not reading a lot of manga the legit way. Ooh. Come get us. Oh, whatever. I am <laughs> reading it no matter what. So I'm going to read the stories that I like to read. Yeah. So with manga, on the uh, comic books, I can go get all day long. That's a different story. Yeah. But um, <laughs> manga, we, we yeah, know. We, like, yeah. Obviously. So with with this, like, yeah, I looked and I'm like, oh, I'm only this X before I'm done with this. Fuck it. I'm going to finish this. And I finished it out and goddamn, I was so happy when yeah, I did. I, I didn't want to burst your bubble, but yeah, I was already <laughs> ahead. I, I was already Bastard. caught up all the way. I was like, okay, he'll catch up and then we can talk about it. That's but, why I knew the characters already. Man. But yeah, so the, the dynamic between like Kaiju 9 and right where we've left off currently. So if yeah. you guys are getting there, we've got a massive attack going on. I'm not going to give you guys spoilers, no. but we've got a massive attack going on. Some of the characters you've known and loved throughout the series are starting to be more developed and coming up and Train becoming and really powered up great characters. Uh, I mentioned before, I think I said some names in here like Gen, Ichigo, uh, Ichikawa, uh, uh, Kikuro. Is, <laughs> she's become definitely like She's the one with the axe, right? Yes. Yeah. Okay. And, like and what she does in the yeah, last like issue. You're gonna see, yeah. In the last issue, like she just becomes great, and you see like where, you know, Kafka's becoming more um, confident in becoming Kaiju Number Eight. Yeah. So I really love the character development in this, and a lot of people are like bashing. Like before we started the podcast, we were doing a little reference research, and this is where we're gonna end at. We were doing a little bit of research, and we came across, like, when we were looking at stuff for Kaiju Number 8, where people are bashing it for saying, like, oh, the hero is too powerful, or the hero is, you know, not, like, what did it say? Like, not actually a hero. The hero When he comes on the scene, he's ruining the manga. Ah, manga. I think that's the fucking stupidest thing I've ever fucking heard. Uh, Because without him, I think it, it doesn't work. Uh. I don't know. I can't even tell you how many other animes, how many other mangas are out there where the hero is fucking One Punch Man. I mean, you're literally <laughs> reading a manga, or you're re- or you're watching an anime of a character who can just fucking kills anybody. With boom, and it's done like One Punch, oh, and man. then it's when over. He, 
right? Yeah, but even then, they still find a way to make those fights beautiful as fuck. They do, but it's like, in the end, you know the end result. It's, but, there's a reason he's fucking called One Punch Man. It's like when my homies try to argue with me. It's like, oh, can Goku beat Satoma? No. Not in his universe, because he's fucking One Punch Man. This is all, the whole fucking manga is a joke. Yeah. That's the whole point of it. It's to have these beautiful fucking fight scenes only to be like the joke is, is <laughs> like down one punch. Like, <laughs> so and like even, and think, even when Saitama has his long fights, they're worth it. Holy shit. No, they're they, amazing. They are. So it's just really funny how like you can come after this because it's just somebody always wants to fucking get their name People out there. People are going to bitch. No the, matter what, the more man. you bitch and the less you like, the yeah. unfortunately, the squeaky will nowadays gets the fucking, you know, gets the oil. Yeah. Unfortunately. And I'm not like that. Like, I like to talk about things I like. I can bash some shit all day long Trust and me, make we, people hate me. <laughs> we, we know. We know. So, But with that being said, we're going to go ahead and wrap up. I do suggest you read everything that we recommended this week, especially Kaiju Number 8. If you're looking for a little bit of throwback stuff, then go ahead and check out Demon in a Bottle, Snowbirds. That's a really good one. Uh, everything we talked about this week. Of course, we had our messages out there so if you guys need help again you know get that help you guys need but also read read manga watch anime it's fun don't want it. let's just put it this don't way any, it, like, any anytime Sarah brings up manga he forgot to read a comic I, I did i do i do but no because i read a lot of manga too i mean like right, there's, right. there's a lot of manga I, I read that i you know not allowed to talk about either because like you know you're like you know what's a pretty relaxing evening <clears throat> just chilling on the couch with my wife and my daughter pulling out my phone and just reading manga just yeah i would love to do that but my son does not let me do that um my my wife does not let me do my daughter doesn't let me do it now yeah so usually when i'm laying in bed is when i can read manga yeah Um, especially or when i can read my comics is when i'm laying in bed and i have my little light on my head (laughs) dumb light thing baby girl if you ever hear this in the future just let you know daddy still loves you logan you were annoying (laughs) (laughs) Oh man. Okay, so we want to wrap this up, man. Let's wrap it up. So. Okay. Uh, all right. Um, before I give y'all the links to our socials, I just want to give a shout out to the Game Shop here in Bellevue, Nebraska, for letting us put up our advertisement there. Uh, if you need anything from uh, cards like Yu-Gi-Oh, Pokemon, whatever, to D and D boards, the dice, the figures, go hit them up. They have good prices, and they always have. Every time I go in there, it looks like they're having like card game battles all the time. They do. They actually have like a lot of Magic. They have a lot of uh, yeah. people playing like Standard, playing Commander. Uh, they have a lot of Pokemon tournaments. Like they... I walked in there and I was immensely overwhelmed i was like holy shit i am out of my realm here <laughs> <laughs> yeah but anyway. being a magic the gathering player yeah being a pokemon card player like actual playing the game not just collecting uh, yeah yeah but anyway uh if you yeah if you are in the bellevue nebraska area go ahead and hit them up tell them that we sent you and enjoy the shopping but for now if you want to hit us up on our social you can hit us on instagram or twitter at com unchained we are streaming on Spotify, Amazon Music, and Google Play, right? Or wherever you find your podcast. Or wherever you find your podcast. Sorry, we are still trying to figure out Google. <laughs> but anyway, folks, uh, we hope y'all enjoy this episode. Serge, you want to take it away from here? As always, guys, keep on reading. <laughs>